The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Sam, what a beautiful day in the great state of Florida where we're living at, man. Some of us getting ready for the uh, Daytona 500 and all the festivities going on in Daytona Beach, Florida. Hey, man, it's a great day to be in Florida. What's going on? Ain't that much, man. Just another beautiful day in paradise. Uh, just want all our listeners to know that listening to Sports Info UM on the Voice America Network, feel free to give us a call if you have any questions. we got a great show lined up for you today. Yeah, we do have a great show, Sam. You know, this PEDs. Um, situation is some might say it's getting out of hand some might say some of these clubs are are welcoming the the atmosphere that comes along with the athletes being bulked up and athletes being able to play at a superior level and uh and and we can't just say that the the steroids and the drugs are are an athlete problem because i think a lot of these clubs know that team that athletes are taking steroids because they know that they're giving them painkillers. Who gives them the painkillers? The club giving them painkillers, so they know these guys are taking the steroids, man. Well, you know, I can't go on record and say that uh, Club A or Club B know that guys are taking uh, steroids, but uh, I, I know in, in uh, some sports we all know uh, there's there's more uh, use of steroids than than there are in other sports. Uh, some sports have. Uh, very tough uh, testing guidelines, so uh, it kind of deter athletes from uh, using steroids. But uh, it, it's just uh, um, it, it's something that uh, definitely has to be addressed. Uh, you know, Lance Armstrong, one of the greatest cyclists of all times, uh, did a lot of great things for the sport, uh, for cancer. Uh, seven-time uh, Tour de France winner admitted not too long ago on, on the Open Winfrey uh to Oprah Winfrey that uh, he used performance enhancing drugs, and uh, you know, uh, for so long he he denied it. And uh, anyone that uh, said that he used steroids, he took him he took him to uh, he he went to bat. Uh, he fought for his honor. He fought for his name, and uh, it was basically just a defense mechanism uh, of his. The um, because of the money and the financial. Uh, uh, resources he had that he can deter them from uh, slandering his name, and he he really was guilty the whole time. Yeah, you know, and that, and that's a horrible situation, you know. But I think in reality, I think Lance feels a lot better today than he did, say, 
two months ago or two years ago when he continuously had to live this lie. And, you know, and Lance Armstrong was one of those people that all of us were pulling for so, so hard, man, because this man uh, survived testicular cancer. He, 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 you know, um, he did more with one testicle than the average man could do with two. So we looked at him as something, some, some sort of a superhero, you know, and for him to come out and say, hey, um, I use PEDs or I use steroids, I don't look at that as, as, as bad as I do with some of these guys that continue to live the lie every day, like, like McGuire and Bonds and Sosa. You know, those, those guys, they, they live with it every day, and, and I know that guilt is on their conscience. Where Lance Armstrong, he's lifted a lot of that guilt off of him. So he can keep and move on with his life, you know. And 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 I'm sure he he has enough money and he's gonna be all right. I'm sure he's gonna have to deal with more and more and more lawsuits every every week or so. He's gonna have more lawsuits. But now in the Barry Buns case, uh, you know, Buns has uh, strongly denied knowingly using performance enhancing drugs. And uh, I I think it's the wording that a lot of the athletes are using. Uh, knowingly uh, use steroids, you know, uh, not, not saying that he didn't use steroids, but uh, he's on record as saying that he didn't knowingly take steroids, that uh, someone could have uh, given him steroids, and, and he didn't know that uh, they were giving him steroids. And, uh, you know, uh, one of the things I also hate is when guys, uh, you know, my doctor uh, unknowingly gave me uh, steroids, uh, just some of the excuses that these guys are using. Uh, and, you know, maybe Bonds didn't normally take steroids. Uh, uh, the, the one thing I know in the Barry Bonds and a lot of these baseball players' cases is that steroids isn't help, helping their uh, hand-eye coordination. A lot of these guys, is, guys are using it to um, increase their muscle mass, to uh, recover from injuries uh, quicker. And, uh, you know, uh, me and you, were, we were talking off air, and the one thing that we asked, uh, is it worth it? to use it if you can get away with it for three or four years. When you look at some of these contracts, uh, it, it is a very uh, interesting question in the aspect that if you can have success for three or four years, if, you, uh, if you're a slugger, if you can hit 40 to 50 home runs over a three, four-year period, that can uh, catapult you into uh, maybe signing a four- or five-year 70 to $100 million contract so at the day, is it worth it to, to take that risk? I'd have to say, you know. Financially, is for, it worth it? Morally? For, for, the, you know. for the average athlete, Sam, for the average athlete, I think they're probably going to say it's worth it. For a kid coming out of high school, coming out, going into college, and he's looking at an opportunity to go to the NFL. If you ask him that question his freshman year or even after his senior year of high school, if I give you a chance to take steroids right now for the next for the next three years and guarantee you that you're going to make $10 million three years after that, so I'm telling you now, in the next six years, you're going to make $10 million, and all you got to do is take steroids, take a cycle of steroids once every six months from here until the end of your career. A lot of guys are probably going to say, hey, man, I, I, I'll take that chance. You, you mean $10 million for in, in six years, I'm going to have $10 million or I will have made 10 million. A lot of guys going to take that chance, but Sam, and I'm, I'm going to say something too. I disagree with you when we say athlete, um, the steroids just don't increase the hand, eye coordination. 
I, 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 I really I would have to disagree with that because I don't think I don't think Bonds, Sosa, or McGuire would have been able to take would have been able to hit those home runs without the steroids. So the steroids made their made their wrists quicker and stronger. When you when you're stronger, your 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 hands are move are, are able to move faster. I would definitely assume that. So the the steroids has to be. Hey man, that's the great thing about America. You know, we all are entitled to our opinions. Uh, you know, I, I'm a firm believer uh, that it it increased their strength. Uh, it probably helped them. Not probably. It helped them uh, if they used it. It helped them uh, recover quicker from injury. But as far as hand eye and being able to send and hit the ball, man, I. I'm not buying the steroids make your wrist quicker. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy the part about the eyes, but I can guarantee you the steroids hand eye coordination, man. You know what it is. The, the, the I know about it. I'm saying I don't say I don't think the steroids help your eyes, but the steroids definitely help your hands. No, I didn't say if yeah, yeah, hand eye coordination, man. I it's just they the go hand, ability. They go hand in hand, but you can't do one without the other. And if it increases one then you're um then it's an you got an unfair advantage because someone that didn't get that increase of their hands, but at the same time, Sam, how many pitchers? Roger Clemens, the greatest pitcher that I've ever seen play um uh, Major League Baseball. He's indicted in these steroids. He'll probably never make it to the Hall of Fame because of steroids. And is it going to come a day when we say, hey man? What they were taking twenty years ago—that's nothing. You can go over to the to the local pharmacy and get that now. Why? So then we're gonna say, "Hey, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, uh, McGuire, Sosa—you guys come on in the Hall of Fame because the stuff you guys were taking twenty years ago, we can we we get that at the handy way now." And you might be getting it in your chicken or at your um your local KFC or 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 Publix. You know, when you buy some chicken, you never know. But uh, I, I just tell you, man, just looking at the list of some of the uh, the stars that uh that have been caught using these drugs, you know, it's kind of mind boggling. Uh, Marion Jones, she was uh, a once decorated Olympian, won five uh, five medals in the 2000 Sydney Olympic Games, but was later stripped. Uh, you got Bonds, Clemens. Uh, what about the poster child for steroids now, A Rod? Uh, he's regarded as one of the best baseball players of all time in recent history, and uh, he's caught up in the steroid uh, scandal. And, uh, you know, in 2009, he, he admitted that he tested positive in 2003 for steroids. Uh, you know, Ben Johnson, uh, great uh, Olympic runner. Uh, Manny Ramirez, Sean Merriman, man. Uh, you know, he had a big-time uh, rookie season, and, you know, just was never the same after uh, he got suspended for testing positive for steroids. Uh, Floyd Landis, uh, 2006 Tour de France winner. Jason Giambi, Andy Pettit. Uh, man. And, you know, some players, um, a player like Jason Giambi, he got traded from the Yankees, never was the same player after he admitted that he used steroids. So, you know, he admitted it. And even suffered a little consequence, but he was allowed to come back and play. But he never really, he never really had the legacy that he was gonna have prior to the steroid. But 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 you look at now we have we have actors and and, and singers using steroids, man. You know it was a it, it was a story out a while back that Nelly 
was uh, using steroids. Busta Ryan, rapper, was using steroids and Mary J. Blige. Okay, so, but hey. now, now when you're on a cycle and you're not an athlete, uh, besides steroids being illegal, you know, uh, what, what's wrong with that? I mean, these guys are trying to get big. Uh, I'm sure a lot of them don't know the long-term effects that it, that is, uh, that it can cause them. But, uh, if you want to bulk up, uh, I mean, it's something that you can probably find at any local gym. Uh, if you, if you want to get on the juice, I'm sure you can find it. It's not going to be hard. And you just mentioned Nelly, Buster Rhymes, Mary J. Blige. What do they have? They have, they, what do they have that a lot of people don't have? They have the financial resources to go out and get what they want. They don't have have to go out they don't have to go to the local market yeah i mean the market they can, have, can they come can have, to them they, the market can come to them man exactly exactly but uh look yeah. at hulk hogan man he admitted using steroids uh before arnold schwarzenegger before he was conan <laughs> he was a a big time pro bodybuilder and he admitted using uh steroids man and, and a guy that uh we all know uh and was really the poster child. And, and when I was young, just made me realize, man, that's something I don't ever want to put in my body is Lyle um, Alzado. You know, he ended up dying from it. And he and uh, he admitted to using steroids, but uh, he died at, at the age of 43 from a brain tumor. And uh, he, he felt that uh, steroids had a lot to do with that. Yeah, Alzado, great Cleveland Brown and uh, Oakland Raider. And yeah. um, Oakland Raiders, was, it still is my favorite team, and that was my favorite team in the 70s when he played for them. You know, but, but Sam, we start talking about people like uh, Hulk Hogan and professional uh, wrestling. You know, don't, don't we all, or wouldn't we all agree that 99.999% of them guys are on steroids? Hey, man, and a lot of those guys have passed away uh, from steroids. Uh, hey, but guys, hey, guys, you're listening to us. Sports Info UM on the Voice America Network. Hey, we'll be right back after the break to continue our talk about steroids. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard Hitting Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info Europe. You know, Sam, we talk about some sports having um, a really lenient drug testing. And, I, and I'll tell you that MMA and ultimate fighting, when you look at those guys, you can almost tell who's going to win. The, the guy who's taking the most steroids. And then you look at uh, sports like the Olympics where people have actually lost their medals. People have gone to jail behind um, testing positive for steroids. Marion Jones, bless her heart, went to jail after she had just had a new baby, man. You know, you understand what I'm saying? She lied under oath, man. She went, hey, she Barry Bonds. under oath. If she would have told the truth now, she wouldn't have went to jail. She didn't She didn't go to jail for uh, because she used steroids. She went to jail because she lied under oath. Uh, hey. I'm, when she was in jail, when them, when them walls was four walls around her, it was jail. Jail is jail, you know. And it was hey, all hey, I agree, I agree with that. But, the steroids. but it wasn't the steroids didn't make her lie. She had several opportunities to tell the truth, and I, and I'm pretty sure. I, I promise you, if they can catch Barry Bonds in the line, send him to prison. They're gonna send him to prison. They just haven't been able to catch him so far. You know, Barry Bonds has a very loyal friend who's did uh, several uh, prison bids for him. And you want to talk about friendship, man. It don't get no better than that. But uh, I, I think really one of the things that w- we really need to look at and focus on is that there's no, there's, there's no uh, one test, like Olympic-style testing, that, right. that, that every sports league uses. Right. You know, everybody want to have their own test. Uh, you know, b- professional baseball just really started – to to see this as an issue uh and, and i think everyone in baseball knew that it was a widespread problem but uh everyone ignored it uh you know there's a lot of money there's there's a lot of guys uh hitting home runs a lot of success for some organizations so you pretend that it's not happening uh but at the same time i, I really feel that all of these leagues need to come together and they need to come up with one test that's going to be used league league-wide that um, can help us get rid of this problem uh, because it's sending the wrong message to um, to our youth, to our college students that uh, is basically telling them that uh, we will cheat or do whatever it takes to be successful. And to me, that's just not the right message that uh, we want to send our youth. And, uh, you know, you mentioned the high school kid. If you can tell them in four or five years that uh, 
he can be making $10 million. Yeah, you might make that $10 million, but you're not going to live long if you keep putting that stuff in your body. You know, a lot of the times guys don't know the long-term effects or that steroids can cause to their bodies. And we just went over the list off the air, man. Uh, the, <laughs> there's a lot of negative effects, and the negative outweighs the positive by about four or five times. So, uh, you know, it's just something you really have to think about. And uh, you got to train hard and dedicate yourself and uh, do things the right way. And, and that's for sure, man. But, you know, when we, a lot of times people take these drugs because they don't get caught. All right? Now, the way you don't get caught is the people that are making the drugs, the steroids, the PEDs, they're also making drugs to cover up the drugs. You know, so you take you take a cycle of steroids for two weeks or three weeks, and then you take another drug for three days or a day before you take the test to cover up the test. So now the NFL, they, they're trying to get smart and say, okay, we're going to blood test our athletes. And, for HGH, and, right? They want to yeah. do HGH testing, yeah, which yeah. is basically they're going to draw blood but yeah, and I and and I'm gonna tell you now I'm totally against that, and I just think that is just really an invasion of of a person's personal life when you stick a needle in them and and draw blood from them, send it to a laboratory and test it. Well, we'll say we just gonna test for the the steroids, but they really test for who knows what they all test your blood for. It's bad enough to pee in a cup, but when they want to stick a needle in your arm, come on, man. Hey, uh, well, let me ask you this now. Guys in the NFL that make a lot of money, uh, if, if you're making three, four million dollars a year and part of your contract, contract stipulated that, hey, you don't use steroids or whatever, we can random test you X amount of times out of the year, we can do HGH testing, you're going to agree to that test. That's, that's just too much money on the line. And, and, and at the end of the day, if you're doing things the right way, you don't have anything to worry about. So, I, I, so, so you know, so you know, hey man, if guys are cheating, I, I feel you make a, a handsome, handsome living playing football, man. You're making a lot of money. Uh, any other job, they can drug test you. Maybe they're not doing the HGH testing, but you're you're probably not making three to five million dollars a year, if not more. So, if you're gonna test me two to three times out the year randomly, I don't have a problem with that because. It, even at the test, me and you both know uh, they only test for uh, marijuana one time out of the year. Once guys take that test, man, it, it's just a big marijuana fest uh, throughout the year for the guys who smoke. You know, the steroid test, that's a random test. And, uh, you know, hey, if, if you're not using steroids, you don't mind pissing in the cup. So, uh Hey, I wouldn't mind getting shot if I know that um, that's going to clear me. I know if I'm doing things the right way. Hey, man, I don't have a problem with that. Sam, you and I both know the guys on the team that are making the most money are going to be the seldom, most seldom guys randomly test tested. No, it's going to be the guys who they think are who they think are cheating. Because you know what, they're probably not going to test Peyton, Peyton Manning. They're not going to test Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Those guys, you know, hey, they might get tested, but they're not going to be the guys that are just randomly uh, picked. So I don't really agree with that. It, it's going to be the guys. Uh, I, I'll give you a perfect example of a guy who would be a candidate that probably take his, the max amount of tests is James Harrison of the Pittsburgh Steelers, a guy that displays a lot of anger or come across the wrong way. Uh, I don't know Mr. Harrison. He's probably a great guy. He's probably a great teammate. But to me, just the image 
that he portrays on the field, I see him as being a guy that would be that would be uh, randomly picked the max. I, I hear what you're saying, but I'm telling you now, they're going to take these guys that are that are that are being paid two hundred and fifty, three hundred, four hundred thousand. They're not taking the five million dollar players and and making them. Um, they're, they're not randomly picking them. They're picking someone that's easily exposable. You know, they're not gonna. They, you're right. Um, uh, Peyton Manning, he's not gonna be called. Tom Brady, he's not gonna be called. But, they might. But they but um. Once. But Julius Wilson from the practice squad, <coughs> he's still been called four times this year, man, because they know he's clean and and it's not and it's, it's he's disposable. Okay, let me ask you this: Who's more? Who's more willing to take a risk? The guy that's already making uh, ten million dollars, or the guy that's making two, three hundred thousand dollars, that's trying to make ten million dollars? The guy that's making ten million dollars. Hey man, I think it's that guy that's making two, three hundred thousand. dollars He's trying to get to that point, man. And, and not to say that those guys are using steroids. I'm not saying that. But I'm not saying I, that I'm either. Just saying that if a guy's gonna take a chance, it's that guy that's barely hanging on, and he's looking for that edge, man. And uh. To me, the guy that's $10 million, he can stop using steroids because he didn't already held the franchise hostage. And uh, he should be pretty secure if he's uh, being smart with his finances. That's why he can't. That's why he's going to take the steroids. The guy that's making, guy that's making uh, $400,000, he can't afford to lose a penny. You know, that's why he got to do everything on the straight and narrow because he knows he's more than likely going to be called in to take the random test. The guy that's making $10 million, they're not going to call him in. So he knows that. That's why they know he's taking the steroids. So what are you saying? You're saying, the testing, you're saying the testing process is flawed? Is I'm going to say this, Sam. That it's when the clubs test the teams. It's not it's, the clubs, man. It's the, uh, it's the league. The that's league is owned by the owners. The league is owned by the owners. The owners own the clubs. I'm telling you right now, if they had an outside company that came in and did the testing, we would find random testing randomly. If they if, if they if they had the uh, the sword drug testing company come in and randomly pick players like they're supposed to, it'd be different. But when the NFL sends their their doctors their testers into a into the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers organization to do the testing, hey man. That's, come on. They're going to pick who they want to take the test. And I'm telling you right now, if it was if it was a UGA um, testing organization, it'd be a whole different thing. You know, it, w- it wouldn't be, I don't think we see what we see. You know, because they really, really, man, honestly. In the NFL, how many people do we, do we really hear about failing drug tests or steroids tests or PEDs every year. Not yeah, very many. Really, the last guy I know, uh, Not very know many. of uh, with the uh, PEDs is uh, Sean Merriman. So it doesn't Not- really happen often. Uh, guys might, uh, well, you no. know, you, you had the Richard Sherman this year. He uh, he beat the test, uh, contaminated a uh, yeah. urine sample. Uh, his teammate was, and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. what was the the number one excuse? uh Unknowingly, uh, unknowingly took something that had a banned substance in it, and you know that could be true. That could but, be true. Uh, it, it could be very true, and uh, I, I've even he- heard stories of guys taking Viagra because of uh, that there's something in Viagra that uh, helps them uh, recover. 
better. So uh, the, the one thing I do know is guys are going to um, take whatever that they feel is going to give them an edge. And, uh, you know, hey, when I first came into the league in 99, man, I was, uh, I think it was a veteran. And guys was taking ephedrine pills just to get hype and uh, some uh, God knows what, man. But, uh, you know, hey, it, it happens. Guys are looking for that edge, man. It, it, it's not an easy job that they're asked to go out and do. And uh, it, it's not a very long career. So when you're there, you're trying to stick around as long as you can. Oh, it, that's without a doubt, man. And, and that's why you almost have to not – not give a blind eye, but you almost have to say, hey, man, I see why these guys take the drugs because, hey, it's going to give them an opportunity to um, have a career at this game. They still don't make it right, man. Hey, guys, you're listening to Sports Info. You am on the Voice America Network. We'll be right back after the break. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Football and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and will talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific time. 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Um, Sam, you know, I think we've talked enough about those steroids. Let's talk a little bit about this man, Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell rakes in nearly $30 million a year from the NFL. You know, and I guess when you look at it, we have 32 teams in the NFL. If each one of those teams paid him about 800000 a year, I guess that's where he's coming up with a $30,000, $30 million a year. A year? Well, you Come know, on, man. his salary was eleven point six, and they 
for for good measures, they gave him a twenty two point three million dollar bonus. But uh, I, I will say, in two thousand eleven, it was a very critical season in the NFL. Uh, he negotiated the ten uh, year collective bargaining agreement between the players' association and the league, and uh, also lucrative lucrative uh, new television contracts. And uh, you know, he oversees the most popular sports league. Uh, in the world, man, and uh, it's a league that's uh, billions of dollars annually. But the one thing I, um, I, I, I just have a problem with it in the aspect that uh, the guy don't take a hit, man. He, he, uh, it, it, it's tough, man. He worked for the owners; they pay his salary. Uh, he has. Uh, been very uh, iron-fisted in uh, running the league, uh, and I, I really can't say everything that uh, he's doing is wrong. Uh, I, I feel he uh, didn't handle the bounty situation the right way, but I will also say that um, sometimes as players, you don't, uh, you kind of don't always know what's right or what's in your best interest, and uh, I, I really feel that uh, he has the best interest of the game in mind when he's making some of these decisions, but, uh, $30 million is just, Hey, that's a lot of money, man. No matter where you at, it's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, Sam. And, and honestly, I would have to say, um, I, I'd, I'd have to say, I think he's done a good job with the NFL since he's been there. I think the game is more popular if it, it even, and that's think that's hard to do make the game more popular than it was um and and i really think he's he's put a product on the field that is as good or, or better than it's ever been at the same time i don't think he did a good job with the referees and um and 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 i really don't think we, he's done a good job with with promoting minority hiring at the upper at the management level in the NFL. That's something that's uh, definitely going to have to be looked at. Uh, and uh, the, I, I really feel that the Rooney uh, rule is going to have to be revised to um, include coordinator positions and uh, general manager uh, positions uh, going forward. Uh, you know, he's not going to get all gold stars. Uh, I, I, I feel that he has done a lot of good. He has, to, again, the best interest of the game in mind when he's making some of these decisions as far as uh, trying to clean up the game, uh, penalizing guys for going high, helmet to helmet contact. Uh, you know, uh, I, I think one of the best things he, uh, he did is uh, there, there wasn't a strike. I think that was really big. You know, uh, the referees, I think he kind of boofed on that along with the, uh, the bounty situation, especially after Tackle Boot came in and overturned the uh, suspensions of the players. But, uh, you know, as a leader, man, you got to make tough decisions. Everybody's not going to always agree with you. The NFL, uh, it, it is the most popular sport in the world, man. So, uh, you know, he has a good job, but $29.49 million, man, that's, uh, it, it's tough. And, you know, he, there's a lot of former players that don't feel that he's doing enough to help them as far as benefits and, uh, life after the game. So uh, I'm sure going forward, uh, he has a laundry list of things that he want to get accomplished. And uh, hopefully uh, he'll be able to meet somewhere in the middle and uh, 
continue to make this the greatest game in the world. Well, let's hope he let's hope he does, man. And um, like I said, I think he's done a good job as far as promoting the game and and keeping it as 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 good or better than it's ever been. Um, you know, so I'm kind of happy with what he's doing, and, and I and, and I like a, a, a firm person. You know what I mean? I don't like I don't like people that's 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 pushovers, and he's definitely not a pushover. And I and 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 sometimes you have to rule with a little bit of fear. And I think he is doing that. And let's hope that this offseason will be a good offseason. Nobody nobody does anything super stupid or nobody does anything that's going to have them in the headlines of the newspaper or the Internet. And, and, and I think if that's the case, that we have a, a mild offseason where nobody does anything really stupid, I think it's because Roger Goodell has, had, has put down such a, a firm footprint since he's been in the NFL. And I think some of these guys may know that, hey, man, this guy don't don't play around. He'll suspend you behind in a minute, and you losing $500,000 for two or three games, that's not, that's not, that's not a real – that's not a little snack. No, no, it's not, man. It, it, it's definitely not. I, I think he's gotten everyone's attention, man, undivided attention. And, uh, hey, at the end of the day, man, it is the NFL uh, – he has some, I guess, one of the most important jobs in, in the world, man. Uh, overseeing a multi-billion-dollar operation, man, and uh, it, it, the game continues to grow. It, it does, and he's doing a good job. Hey, you know, this week, man, uh, the NFL has introduced the new Wanderlick um, test. They've, they've introduced a, a new version of the Wanderlick test. They're going to keep the Wanderlick, but they're going to have another test at the, the combine the, this week. Yes, yeah, the, uh, they're calling it the PAT, the Player Assessment Tool. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's going to predict whether um, a defensive lineman or a linebacker is going to have a 10- or 15-year career. But uh, from my understanding of the test, it's going to be uh, – it's, it's the type of test that's going to tell, hey, if this, the guy's going to show up to practice on time, uh, learning style. Uh, so uh, it's going to be a little different from the Wonder League test. You know, it's, it's amazing uh, with the Wonder League test. A lot of guys, uh, a lot of people feel that uh, it, it didn't really benefit minorities. It was kind of, um, it did them a, a, a disservice, uh, minorities. So uh, just, just a different test, a different uh way of evaluating uh, if a guy is going to be accountable, if he's going to be on time, if he's a guy that you can invest a high round pick in. And uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, and, and how how effective do you think these tests are, though, in your opinion? In, in my opinion, man, going to the combine and uh, sitting through uh, the, the Wonder League test and, and, and some of these tests, some of the questions uh on the test, uh, I, I really think that uh, I don't think that there's an, an exact science where you're going to be able to to determine if a guy's going to be on practice on time, if he's going to be a good teammate. Uh, I really think that uh, with with all the resources out there and the, um, the great jobs that the agents are doing, that a lot of guys are just uh, rehearsing what they've been coached up to do. Just like as a player, you know, you go out, you have a game plan, you execute that game plan, you're going to have success. A lot of these agents are giving their clients uh, the game plan to success when they go to the combine. Uh, so 
in a nutshell, how effective are these tests? Uh, I, I really feel, uh, I'll say about 60%, man. Cause at, at the end of the day, man, you never know what you're getting. Sometimes it's just a matter of looking a man in the eye and, and talking to him and, uh, just getting a feel for him, man. And these tests, uh, determining whether you're ready to be a dog or a cat, I, I don't really feel that that's going to determine what type of football player you're going to be. You know, um, I think when a, when a, when a coach or a scout has a chance to look at you and interview you at the combine, where you do everything from um, broad jump to vertical jump, 40 time, all of this stuff. I think, I, I, I think an interview would be more appropriate than a test because it's not many jobs that you go on that you actually have to take a test. You, you know, once you, you qualify for the job, you're interviewed and then you, you accept the job or, or they don't hire you. Well, the test is well, well. The test is a part of the interview. You know, you, uh, the the test is just a small part. They're gonna sit down. They're gonna talk to you, and they're gonna get to know you. They're gonna have. They're gonna know more about you than you know about yourself, and uh, they're gonna know the good and the bad, and they're gonna re- want to really see if you're gonna answer some of uh, the character questions. If if you're gonna be honest with them, uh, if you stole that pack of gum or if you didn't steal that pack of gum when you was a a ten year old, you know that they're they're gonna know those type of things. Uh, and, and they just want to see if you're going to be honest, uh, honest with them. And uh, I, I tell you that there's two young men that's uh, that's going to have to be ready for the combine uh, starting Wednesday, and uh, that's Alec Ogletree from the University of Georgia. He definitely has some uh, questions that he's going to have to answer. Uh, he was suspended four games for a failed drug test, and recently had a, a, a DUI out in Arizona, all of this in a span of nine months. And this is a guy who teams are supposed to, um, suppose he's a potential top 10 draft pick. And then you got Manti Teo, uh, who was awful versus Alabama. And then on top of that, the, um, fake girlfriend, uh, story. So, uh, you know, besides the Wonder League test, you're going to have to do your research, man. You're going to have to find out. Uh, what these guys are thinking and uh, can can they be trusted, you know? So it, it, it's more than just a test. You're right. It's an interview process. It's talking to coaches. It's going to their hometown, talking to friends and family, uh, getting a feel for these guys. And uh, these are the things that the NFL do, man. They, they'll go back and talk to your um, elementary school teacher, to your babysitter, man. They, they, they're going to do their homework because they're going to invest. They're investing a lot of money in you. Uh, it's a little bit less now with the, the new rookie uh, cap, but it's still a lot of money, man. When you can come in as a top five pick and probably make 15 to $20 million, at the end of the day, that's still a lot of money. Oh, it's definitely a lot of money. And the NFL send investigators to see you, you know, and check on you. They send private investigators to, to check on you. So by the time you're, by the time you're drafted, they may have talked to a hundred people in your town about you, you know, and I've gotten calls from, um, from NFL scouts about guys that I've coached in high school, man. So this, this stuff really does happen. And then on top, and, and then when we hear players like Jamarcus Russell tell us stories, well, I knew the NFL was looking at me because I asked, I talked to people and they told me that investigators had come to come, come to his town and talk to them about him. And he said when he would go to clubs in his town, 
he could see strange people looking at him, and he knew that the NFL were investigating him. And they still gave him the number one pick. They still signed him to the number one pick. Well, I guess the Raiders need to fire that investigator. Yeah, they, they they... Hey, guys, you're listening to Sports Info UM on the Voice America Network. We'll be right back after the break. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, Sam, we've already seen it happening. The NFL cuts, you know, the Packers cut Woodson, uh, Coach, um, uh, Freeney released, they released Freeney, and we know it's more, it's going to be some more big name players. Wes, Wes Welker, not so sure if he's going to be back, um, with New England. Uh, Ed Reed, not so sure he's going to be back with the Ravens. So it's some big name players out there, man, that may be with different teams next year. You're talking about two potential Hall of Famers and, uh, Woodson and Freeney, man, guys that have put in a lot of work. Um, both guys have, uh, won world championships, uh, Woodson with the Packers, uh, Freeney with the Colts. Uh, 2002 was my last year in Indianapolis. You know, that was Freeney's rookie year, man. You can just see the potential in the guy. Uh, I, I'm just interested to see where these two veterans are going to land. There, there will be many more cuts. You know, at the end of the day, business is business. Uh, so I, I'm really, uh, I, I really think that, man, Woodson will look good in that New England uniform, man. Hey. You know, I don't want to see the Patriots get any better than they already are. You know, as a matter of fact, I'd like to see them lose Wes Welker because I don't see him. I don't see them giving him the franchise tag 
uh, for the second year in a row. And I don't see them signing him to a long-term contract. And he's another guy who has potential Hall of Fame written all over him as well. You know, I, re- I really think he's going to be a guy that's going to be looked at as a system guy, man. You look at a guy like Tim Brown. You're going to is Wes Welker better than Tim Brown? Is uh, Wes Welker better than some of these guys that haven't been? that hasn't been elected all the thing. The one thing I will say about Wes Welker, probably in the last five years, ain't nobody caught as near as many balls as Wes Welker. And I think Wes Welker will be a great addition to the Denver Broncos if the New England Patriots don't decide to sign him. But the one thing about Wes Welker, he made over $10 million this year. I really don't see a team paying that type of money to Wes Welker over a four or five year period. The best thing Wes Welker could probably do is take a two, three, uh, your contract with the Patriots, man. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Hey, I agree. And, uh, you know, Wes and, Wes and Belichick, they haven't gotten along, you know, from what we from what we can see from the outside, they don't look like they've been getting along so well the last couple of years. And, and you know what, coming into this season, earlier in the season, um, it, it really looked like New England was trying to phase him out the offense, and lo and behold, Wes Welker ends up with his 115-plus catches, and just his steady self, you know, hey, he drops some crucial balls every now and then, but hey, that's part of it. Hey, man, um, just a, a comment that I heard today, a guy that I um, know, he's a, a former Wolverine that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and I tell you what, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can go on record and and say that I'm positively 100% sure that uh, this has motivated him, and uh, I really look forward to him having a big year. He was awful. He tells us he works out, but but we didn't see it. He wasn't in shape. Anonymous Steelers teammate talking about Lamar Woodley, who struggled through uh, um, injury plague season. Wow. That's a bold comment. Yeah. Hey man, I was, you know that uh, I, I really have a problem with that anonymous uh, teammate. Yeah. If, you, if you're gonna really, if you're gonna say something, man, just put it out there, put it on record. But uh, I, I tell you what, man, uh, I talked to a good friend of mine today from Saginaw, Michigan, that uh, hung out with Lamar uh, down in Houston, and uh, he, he said that uh, Lamar has canceled all trips for the rest of the summer. He's now in Arizona training, man, and. Uh, Kind of lit a fire, man. You know, no one wants to be called out. And when the guy's healthy, man, there's not too many guys that's better than him. I would agree with that. And I, and I totally agree with you about put your name on it. You know, don't 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 hide behind a shield of um, being anonymous. Put your name on it if you're gonna say it, man. Yeah. So yeah, man, it's it's gonna be some more free agents that are gonna hit the market too, though, for sure. Yeah. Hey, man. Yesterday. Uh, Man, the greatest of all time, man. Uh, MJ turned 50. Uh, you know, uh, MJ caused a little controversy when he said he'll take Kobe over LeBron. What's your thoughts on that? Well, Kobe Bryant has six championships. You know, LeBron James has one. You know, so I, I think, I, you know, and, and I think, I think Michael has, Michael got a chip on his shoulder, always. And I think Michael Jordan sees Kobe Bryant's career is coming to a dwindling end. And he's looking at LeBron James as he's that guy that may someday take my spot. Because Kobe can never take Michael Jordan's spot. And as far as I'm concerned, nobody can take Michael Jordan's spot. But if there is anybody that we can see right now that has a chance to take his spot, it'd be LeBron James. Hey, man, uh, you know, I love MJ, but I, I really don't agree with MJ on this one. Uh you know, Kobe has five, LeBron has one. Uh, 
look, LeBron is a great player. Kobe's a great player. At the end of the day, man, you're talking 6'8", you're talking 265 pounds. He can play the one through five. And, uh, you know, LeBron, he came up with a great point, man. Is uh, Robert Horry better than MJ because he got more rings? Um, is, is Bill Russell, you know, there's going to be some debate there because Bill Russell's no slouch in any way, and he has more rings than MJ. So if you want to go off of rings, then I, I really think that that was a little irresponsible on Jordan's part to um, to say that five beats one every time. Well, ten beats uh, six uh, the last time I checked. Uh, you know, if, if you're talking about who's the best player, man, Kobe or LeBron, uh I, I'm a big Kobe fan. I'm a Laker fan, man. But uh, at the end of the day, man, ain't none of them guys seeing LeBron James and, and what he brings to the table. And, and if you, you want to go even farther into this conversation, man, if Jordan was 27 and LeBron was 27, man, six, man, eight, you better run shut like the wind. LeBron is approaching that throne, man. So I think there's a little, uh, there's a little threat there, man. Le- Le- LeBron right now ain't nobody close to LeBron James, man. Did you see him the last seven, eight games, man? Uh, over 30 points, shooting over 60%, man. The guy's just in his own, man. And, and he's not selfish. He's in a couple of them games, he's doing that on 10, 11 shots, man. This is just, we're watching greatness like we were watching Jordan, man. You know, man, I guess because you're a little younger than me, you, 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 you almost get on my nerves putting um, um, LeBron James in the same category as Jordan. It's and, just unbelievable. I'm not even a LeBron fan, but I'm just being honest, man. If you're watching the guy, he's a he's an unbelievable athlete, man. He runs like point guards. He can shoot. He can pass. He, I, we've never really seen anything like this. Yeah, because you didn't see Jordan in his prime, man. Uh, I saw Jordan, man. I saw Jordan in his prime, and and I love Mike, man. But I'm talking, I'm coming back to the Kobe LeBron, man. Okay, let's talk about the Kobe LeBron. LeBron. But at 27 and 20, if you get Jordan and LeBron right by each other, man, come on now. But the one thing that separates it, and, and in my mind, is why Jordan is the greatest man is just he just that killer instinct man it's just intangibles but now as far as an athlete man come on lebron is the man i I don't where do you find him at where do you get him from um kobe michael jordan says he'd take kobe over lebron and one of the reasons is because kobe bryant is clutch man in the last three seconds of the game, he's not dishing the ball. It's no doubt who's taking a shot in the last three, five, ten, twenty seconds of a game. But guess who's going? Guess what? More than likely, LeBron James is going to do. He's more than likely going to be that same unselfish player who's going to give it up because he don't want to be the known. The well, known he went unselfish. Uh, the last he went unselfish uh, this past year, man. When when he led his team to the championship, and and I really I really say, man, it's going to be tough to beat the Heat in a seven game series. Hey, man, but uh. I'm, I'm tired of talking about Kobe and LeBron and Jordan. They're all great players. But uh, one thing that uh, really rubs me the wrong way, man, is, uh, you know, when I look at the dunk contest as a young kid, man, I see the Michael Jordans. I see the Dominique Wilkins. I see the Clyde Dricklers out there. And these are superstars, man, uh, out there participating in the dunk contest. Uh, now, man, uh, you get a bunch of no-name guys and all of the stars, the guys who should be out dunking, 
they're wearing tight leather pants, man, and, and trying to um, trying to be cool. And uh, I'm, I'm a little tired of the NBA stars big time and All Star Weekend, man. What are your thoughts on that? You know, I'd, I'd love to see some stars participate in the slam dunk contest, but I, I just want to see a good slam dunk contest. To be honest with you, well, you're, you know, gonna, la- you're gonna need la- the stars. Well, well, last year we had Blake Griffin. He wasn't a real star, but no, you look at him ago. after. That was two at, years, and then he retired. All of a last, sudden, he retired. Last year, Blake Griffin jumped over the car. No, that was two years ago. Last year, the All-Star game was in Orlando. Okay. Well, I'm saying he he jumped over the car two years ago. All right. Before that, he was not a star. The slam dunk contest made him a household name, jumping over that car. So I, I look at it like, you know, some of these guys – have a chance to become superstars from the slam dunk contest. But it's nothing like knowing that we have a star in the slam dunk contest. Dwight Howard, he was Superman um, a few years back. He, he he was a star in the in the slam dunk contest. It, yes, know? he was, man. Yes, he was. But, hey, man, I'm sorry. I hate to do it. Uh, time flies when you're having fun. Hey, guys, you, we just wrapped up another show, Sports Info UM on the Voice America Network. We'll be right back with you next week. Peace. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.